My Talkers. Happy Hump Day. It is 5.04. We are hanging out with Lori and Julia. One more hour left today. A lot to get to. What it is? I have breaking news. Oh. Madonna has unfollowed Justin Timberlake. Oh, good. Finally. She didn't realize that she was following him, probably. Mm-hmm. Good. 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 I'm glad. <laughs> that does make you happy. Yeah, it does. It totally does. Because she, she didn't mean to. <laughs> so, you know, whoever ran her social, she's like, what? And then she finally finished her book. You know, she is on tour, so she probably mm-hmm. just has, you know, just reading like a chapter, you know, she's got to take her ice bath. And I mean, I'm just thinking of the physicality <laughs> oh, she Lori. must have to oh. do for this tour. It's oh. really amazing. When you think about if you heard somebody, I was talking to a woman last night at this pickleball thing I was at. It's like body whack-a-mole. Something mm-hmm. fl- goes away and then yeah. something else flares up something else and right. something else. But the amount of time you spend between PT, chiropractic, yeah. da-da-da, da-da-da-da-da. And she's been a dancer her whole life. So yeah. she has... Uh, my, my <laughs> body must be sore. I can't wait. I'm getting excited for that concert. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just heartbroken that I'm not going to it. But, you know, I mean, I'm not heartbroken, but I'm bummed. Maybe you'll go to the movie. Uh, maybe, but I, I really wish that, and that's not to say I might not decide to just go see her somewhere. Sure. You know, um. She's going to other cities. Yeah, no, I wanted, I wanted to go in December to see her in Brooklyn and my friend is going to Belfast in December. I just can't think of any place. I think the rates would be good. Well, they are. Mm -hmm. They are. That's probably why they're going. Off season. Yeah, a little bit off season. And I think there's a personal personal connection, but I'm just like, oh, man, you're going to be in Belfast on December 14th and 15th and the 13th. You know, (laughs) she's playing like a three Three dates. Three days. There might be a day off in between there, and and my friend absolutely refuses to go to Madison Square Garden because she just said it's just it's, it's is it kind of like the U.S. Bank is probably, to some people who don't have good seats. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, just worthless. Like yeah, I get it. Oh, okay, you know, I get it. And so she's like, but the Brooklyn Arena, right? I guess is really Nets great. Play. Where the Nets play mm-hmm. is, well, that's is a new Barclays. Facility. Yeah, yeah, the Barclays. Very, very mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. So anyway, but I I want to know this when yes. I watched the Walmart ad starring Lindsay Lohan, Amanda Seyfried, and Lacey Sheber, Shaber, Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. Where's Rachel McAdams? She told us where she was. She's not in this Walmart Black Friday ad, which is posted and is very cute. Walmart's been some money on this. Walmart. I, is spending I like this a lot ad. of money. They're spending $8 billion refurbing all their stores. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, as a longtime Black Friday shopper with, with my dad, with mm-hmm. the zipper, we never, never didn't go to Walmart. Oh, there so you've be, been in the store, Lori. You've uh, stepped, on the, cement, black, you've you stepped on the cement floors at Walmart. On Black Friday, every every time I've ever shopped with my wow. dad. In fact, I'm pretty sure I got my Jacqueline Smith cashmere sweater no, for you at Walmart. No, that was from Kmart. No, that was Kmart. Oh, Kmart. That Kmart. Was Jacqueline Smith was yeah. exclusive to Kmart. Yeah, my dad, Kmart didn't always make the thing, but Walmart... Fleet Farm didn't always make it. Menards always made it. JC Penney's yeah, always made I it. Would, I would see Walmart would be a stretch for you guys. Not, but they have the Norma Kamali collection. I they don't know have. You, I, I always thought I I I haven't been able to go into a Walmart because the only person I ever go into Walmart with is, is my dad. dad. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna just feel well. I go with my mom. Mm-hmm. I go with my mom, so I can handle it. But anyway, Black Friday. They do have some good deals. They're right to promote it because my dad would specifically say, 
We can cut anything off our list but Walmart because there's fifteen dollar Levi's on Black Friday yeah, that Lacey good stuff. is doing. Right. Um, the other one, Amanda Seidfried, is a correspondent, and then Unicorn, they're showing yeah. a TV. They're still trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a cute little part. It's a really good ad. It's cute. It is. It's we a really it good ad, and I just don't know. Maybe Rachel McAdams is busy, you know, with her two babies and. The success of Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret. I still haven't seen I watched that. it on a plane. You're going to watch it did. on a plane. I... It, it was delightful. Yeah. It was so, so good. Really a great, great adaptation. And speaking of, okay, so one of our, you know, we love this guy's movies, Bridget Jones' Diary, Four Weddings and a Funeral, oh. Notting Hill, Love oh Actually, God. Richard Curtis yes. has a new Christmas movie. Oh, he Oh, Lori. And Melissa McCarthy is the star oh, of it. Yes. The trailer came out today. Graham posted it. It's called Genie. And it's going to drop on um, Peacock, I think, on November 22nd. And it's about this. Okay, first of all, I love Alan Cumming. I just oh, love beyond. him. I love like, him. We love, he's yes. so funny. He is so good. And the guy. Uh, this guy, Bernard Bottle, played by Papa Esadu, who's got a wonderful British accent, he accidentally summons Jeannie in the midst of a crisis. He's been so busy with work, he lost sight of his wife, he forgot his daughter's 12th birthday, um, and his wife asked for a trial separation, and then his boss fires him. And you see this all in the trailer in the first yeah, 30 seconds. Terrible. He dusts off this jewelry box and mm-hmm. makes a wish. And all of a sudden he's got Melissa McCarthy. Who is the genie. Hysterical in anything she's in. And he hopes, he hopes that he's done it again. That this is a magic tinsel covered number. And like love movie. actually. Yes. Oh, I love this. And it really looked cute. The trailer looks really good. I'm watching it right now. It's oh my good. gosh! And it's you're right. It's going to be on Peacock. On Peacock. It looks. You know, we haven't seen Melissa for a while. This looks so fun. Yeah, he wrote it. He produced it. Uh, Alan Cumming is in it, and he's not coloring his hair, so he's got gray hair. And um, uh, I liked the guy who plays Bernard Bottle, which is a great name. And I, one thing with the Richard Curtis movie, you can always expect. There'll be some Humorous cameos. Yeah. No, there'll be some interesting Mr. Bean characters. Will be in it. Mr. Bean will be in it because oh, God, he's always in. Hope. He, he's always hope. in his movies. Yeah. Oh, this looks so fun. Yeah, good, it looks good really call. cute. Good, good, good call. Sad news in the soap opera world. I haven't had a chance to discuss I this with my this mom. I don't know who this guy is. Tyler Christopher. Uh, you know, um, he was on General Hospital, Days of Our Lives. He played Nicholas... Cassidine from 96 to 2016 on General Hospital. Okay. So people knew him. He was married to Eva Longoria. She was on General Hospital or they met on another soap, yeah. but they were married for a brief two years. That was her very first time. Before the French basketball player. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, who didn't know much about sex and she had to teach him everything. Remember, remember she, told, she us told us that. that and they were so still painful. married. That mm-hmm. was so painful. By the way, I taught my every my husband. He was kind of... She did what Gwyneth Paltrow does yeah. with uh, Chris Martin. She em- emasculates by letting us all know that he wasn't very good in bed. Yep. I had to teach him everything. Yeah. Oh. 
Oh yeah, she said that right away, and oh. we're like, "Oh, that's gonna go over well." Yeah, on the on the NBA court, right, with his buddies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he was married to an East. He's had trouble with uh, alcohol before, oh, but a lot that. of Hollywood people worked with him. Of course, so many. He also was on Days of Our Lives, but so many people no, go yeah. through the soap opera yeah. world. Um, and um, it's good training ground, but boy. They're one-take wonders, and you have to memorize a gob of dialogue. Yes. I learned it from John Stamos' Blackie role. That's why the, a lot of soap opera actors, if they get a role that gets them out or they want to leave soap opera acting, they're like well-trained uh, because of those... They can go off book very quickly. Very quickly. <laughs> I always think of uh, Julianne Moore was uh, um, on a soap opera. I mean, so many actresses. Everyone, yeah. have Meg been Ryan. On. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was kind of cute on Seth Meyers last night. Well, they said that Chris Hewitt reviewed her movie. Does that he is like it? Coming out. Um, he loved it. Oh, good. He got three out of four stars. Oh, I mean, good. that is big for him. Yeah. He's kinda, and it's going to be a movie theaters. I don't think it's out yet this weekend, and I wrote down the name somewhere, mm. but you know, it escapes Did Chris me. review Priscilla? I didn't see that. Yeah, maybe. Well, I probably am, maybe am, maybe not till Friday, but other reviews are out there. One of the best movies of the year for Priscilla. Yeah. What happens later is the Meg Ryan Thanks. movie. When does it come it out? It comes out November 3rd. So it's this so weekend. So it is this weekend. Yeah. So there's a couple. There's a couple movies. There's a rom weekend. com, yeah. and he said it's delightfully charming. Yeah. Good. That's good. Yeah. Well, we'll take it. This is what social media is trying to stir up beef between Austin Butler and Jacob Elordi because both of them had the amazing opportunity to play Elvis in two very different movies. But the reason why is because, remember Austin Butler did go on and on about, he stayed in the Elvis voice for a long time, which we had other people come to his defense saying, somebody told us it took him three months. Once you go to method, it's hard to get out of it. But about studying it, studying it, getting out, watching all this stuff. Here's Sofia Coppola talking to Jacob Elordi, um, and the first time she hears him talk, because she just had the idea he would make a good Elvis. I know Jacob worked a lot to get Elvis's voice right. And when we watched the film with Priscilla the first time, what struck her the most was how much his voice sounded like Elvis. So that was a big thrill, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was a great relief. These songs are all garbage. Each one's worse than the next. I'm pretty lucky to be kind of be in his register anyway. But I think for me, it was uh, trying right? to invent what he would sound like behind closed doors because everyone has you know a performing voice and a speaking voice our whole story was really behind closed doors what they were like in private and so everything we could look at is them there were home movies without sound that kind of showed us how they interacted and you could get a, a kind of feeling the essence of of them and and how they were together and mm-hmm. that helped a lot we always wanted him to look cool because he's elvis so he had to always look cool and i think jacob did a great job with just kind of he looks great in Inhabiting the way he moved with a sort of panther kind mm. of well, I don't know what, mm. but he definitely moved yeah. when he was. Oh, because he showed up as Elvis he, and had that's a good. That's serious. Jacob for didn't him. even know who Elvis was. He only knew him from Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, that's right. So that's kind of funny. <laughs> that's funny, but duh. But people are going crazy because, like, oh, you know, you like picked up on him and he sounded just like it, and that was like, and I'm like, oh, Austin doesn't care. He doesn't. No, he's I know. With, he's drinking Casamigos somewhere <laughs> with the daughter that's inappropriate, younger. Yeah. And he's skinny. Yeah, he is. Well, he's an actor. All right, we got to go. It's time for the dirt alert. <laughs> okay, Hammernick's Flooring Solutions. 
They have absolutely everything you're ever going to need for your floor, for your hard services, and the staff, and the inventory, and everything to get it done. And you know, if you're thinking about doing something for the holidays, and maybe you want to freshen up a room, or you freshen up, you know, this is going to be your gift to each other, or yourself... Go check out Hammernick's Flooring. Um, they've got the new, brand new location, which is in Hudson, and it is a showstopper. It's right off the freeway. 94, they've also got the new location in Bass Lake Road in 169. In New Hope, in St. Paul, the OG, which has been... The OG! <laughs> which is lovely on Rice Street. And then, of course, the new, another new location in Rochester. Hammernix knows what they're doing. They know how to deliver this amazing product. They, this is a family-run business. They've got everyone on staff there, so you don't have to deal with anything and the best pricing and selection in the Twin Cities. Plus, you're going to like working with the Nadies family. We do. You will, too. Tell them Lori and Julia sent you. That's Hammernix. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hey, Grant. Hello. We had a little technical difficulty oh, there. Oh, we did? So that is, okay. That's okay. We just had to get through some PSAs there. But I've got some news, as I always do around the SAG after negotiations. Now, uh, yesterday, I told you guys that they were not at a really good place leaving their meetings as of yesterday. But this article is referring to when they got back together from yes from that current meeting. Who's so, reporting it? So this is from Vanity Fair. Okay. And so SAG after negotiations have continued on Wednesday with a deal in sight. Oh, good. Yes. So things are looking a little less scary for Hollywood. Uh, uh, they're saying Halloween night because, again, this was from yesterday. It's the 110th day of the strike. And the two sides broke off in the afternoon after a day that was spent dealing with AI issues, you know, all the things that we've talked about. But they are set to return to the bargaining table today while expressing that talks are headed in the right direction. So, I mean, it, there's obviously they're not giving any details, but the um, a video message from from a SAG after member also said, well, I've said continuous. I've, I am continuously optimistic. That means we still have to, we have to keep the pressure on. We've got to keep pushing because there are really important pieces of this agreement that are not there yet that we have to come across. So things are coming together, but they still got to get the final details. I yeah, think. that's why people were like furious that. Um, <laughs> Bradley Cooper went out oh. as Guardians of the Galaxy. Rocket. Rocket yeah. struck work because if they feel like like the people that are break like Jesse Plemons and Kirsten yeah. Dunst, they just went as a good old witch and a vampire. Yeah. Okay. They're like, why are all these rich actors Bradley been doing so well with my maestro? And it's like, this is why SAG after did this. They're just like, don't promote any struck work so people were mad at him so i think their pub his publicists worked um to get push out the brook shield story about how he helped her that's a great point because people were like you scab mm-hmm. because when they said that you know they came back after that and said our kids can do it but you know yeah. you guys need he, he dressed as a character that is a very popular character of with his. a studio that is playing hardball. Thank you. I was, that was going to be my next point. And in, in, in addition, Dis, now Disney is part of this. Yeah, Disney, Disney. Excuse me. Disney yeah. is, is playing hardball, and they're using AI frequently yes. in their work. So to people, this day. the working class actors who are having a hard time not working, mm-hmm. are like, "What's with all these rich actors who are just?" They can't even uphold that. Yeah, I know. It was. I, I saw that story and I was like, "Ooh, Bradley, not Bradley, a, not a good move." Not hold a good my move. beer. Yeah, hold <laughs> your beer. Exactly. Uh, well, we're just talking about Disney, and this is. Uh, we talked a while ago, about a year ago now. Disney purchased some stake in Hulu, and they were going to merge their two um, 
uh, companies companies together because Disney doesn't have a lot of shows outside of like Star Wars shows or Marvel shows. They really needed a library. But now it has come out that they are set to pay Comcast $8.6 billion to buy out the rest of the Hulu stake. Currently, Disney owns 66% of Hulu. Comcast owns the other 33%. And right now, it looks like a deal is not officially done, but it will make Disney 100% owner of Hulu and all of its content. Wow. They're really... That may be why they're trying to... Because there's the word that they're trying to sell ABC. Yeah. ESPN. ESPN. Maybe they're trying to clear up some money for that. But I could see this bringing the two streaming services together and make one big... One, you know, one yeah. kind of big one. So that's that's actually some pretty big news that they're trying to buy out Hulu. Um, Lisa Marie Presley's estate settlement has been approved by a judge. Uh, you might have mentioned this earlier, but a settlement agreement between Priscilla Presley and her granddaughter Riley Keough has been approved by a Los Angeles Superior Court, and a judge signed an order approving a settlement on Monday. Now, according to the filing, the settlement confirms uh, previous reports that Priscilla will receive a one-time payment of $1 million in exchange for her resignation as trustee of the uh, fiduciary entity created by Lisa Marie in 1993, known as Lisa's Irrevocable Trust. Yeah. So. Okay. So things have been... That was the thing that, that Priscilla done. didn't know that Lisa Maria yeah. did before yeah. she died. Thanks. She didn't know she... But that makes sense. Come totally. on. Her daughter is totally. old enough. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Uh, succession star Alan Ruck. You know Alan, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. Did you guys hear that he got into a pretty bad accident? Yeah, I saw no. that. He crashed into some store in yes. Hollywood, a coffee shop. Uh, it was what? a pizza shop. Yeah. Pizza shop. Four-way crash in Hollywood. Uh, law enforcement say that the crash occurred around 9 p.m., on Wednesday, which doesn't make sense. It must be Tuesday here at the writing because it is Wednesday yeah. right now. Uh, at Ruffalo's Pizza at the intersection there where he hit another car. And after hitting that car, swerved off the road. No pedestrians were hit, but his truck is halfway inside of a pizzeria building. I saw it. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah. And there's no DUI that was cited. He stuck around. A couple people were injured on the scene, but they were breathing and seemed to be okay, according to medical officials. But yeah, he stuck around the crash. He didn't try to go anywhere or do anything. So I don't think that there's anything that uh, we can. And they said that there was no DUIs issued, but very kind of a scary situation. Um, Let's go over to, well, we've been talking about Halloween costumes. You said, uh, you know, Bradley Cooper did a kind of a bad move. Well, Puff Daddy, Diddy, did mm-hmm. one as well. So last year, there's this, this. he put out a video a couple days ago where he had a cease and desist order from Warner Brothers because he dressed up as the Joker a lot. That was his thing. And he would wear the Joker outfit and do a very good job of it. Oh, yeah. He would have the money and stuff to have good costumes, good, designers. good makeup, really look just like mm-hmm. So he wanted to stick it to the studios and kind of help out the actors. And so what he did this year... He had a professional designer make a Batman suit that was to the T Batman, but no Batman symbol, no Batman language, no nothing that Warner Brothers can come after. On top of that, he made a, an entire like three minute video that he put out on his Instagram where he has the Batmobile from the Dark Knight. He's in the Batcave from the Dark Knight. I mean, he he literally copies everything that you can without g- crossing yeah. the line of copyright infringement. And he does this whole thing where he eventually, you know, he does this little speech with his son and how he's got to take things over and save, you know, not what Gotham City. What is going on with Diddy? I don't know. And that's a That really good... is the bigger question because yeah. he yeah. was on Kimmel on Monday night. And he's, he's kind of on. He feels like he's like, does like his album, The Age of Love or no, terrible. Off the Grid. Terrible off the, name. And it's a terrible album, too. The, 
Really? Because I thought some critics kind of liked it. There's some good songs on it. There's too many. There's too many. And when he particularly, myself, I just don't. He's a talk rapper. And I don't like when he raps. I mean, when the Justin Bieber and the Weeknd singles fail to gain traction. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so now he's done a little movie about off the grid. Yeah. But the name is so bad. There's like, if you go to IMDb to find out, well, how could I watch P. Diddy's Off the Grid? There's like a half a dozen, if not a dozen, movies and shows called Off the Grid. Sure, okay, yes. Yes, but to finish... I understand that completely. But I think this is all, like, he wants to keep his name out there in any way he can. Yeah, maybe also maybe a distraction from the album, but the fun thing about... No, he really believes in this album. It'll change people's lives if they listen to it. I've listened to a few of the songs. It won't, but the fun fun (laughs) part about this Batman video, at the end of it, he goes into Warner Brothers what looks to be a Warner Brothers studio executive as dressed as Batman and grabs him, picks him up, throws him on the desk and says, end the strike. Oh, I love it. End the strike. Okay, that's funny. So he actually, you know, he's like, you know what, Warner Brothers, if you're telling me I can't dress up as Joker, I'm going to spend millions of dollars, cross the line and tell you who is the bad person here. And it is Warner Brothers, the studio. Um, We'll end this one up with Henry Cavill's. Uh, Did you guys ever watch Highlander back in the day with Sean Connery? Still... Oh, that movie. The yeah. Movie. Yes. Yeah, Highlander. The yes, movie I've with Sean that. Connery. Yeah, so Very they're good. rebooting Highlander. you're talking about Outlander. For Outlander. Second. No, yeah. uh, Henry Cavill and Outlander would be awesome if I had that story for you. But they are bringing back a relaunched version of Highlander starring Henry Cavill <gasps> with rumors of a $100 million budget. Hey. Oh. It's going to be great. It will soothe our Witcher hole Witchery in our heart. There, yeah. There's <laughs> the only Witcher one. I think the Witcher hole. <laughs> Where's the Witcher hole? We need to cover it up. <laughs> there is only one. I love it. Where's the Witcher hole? (laughs) There was a scandal. Vintage scandal. Quite the scandal. Quite the scandal. I really do like the little Google um, icon today for Dio de los Muertos. Oh, I love it. So cute. And gold. It's so cute. They're playing. I love it. I don't know who does those things, but bravo. Okay. um, So... This is, I guess it, I think in retrospect, looking back on it, it seems kind of scandalous. But um, so John F. Kennedy Jr. Yes. um, Who your mother wanted you to marry. That's right. My mom really did. I was traveling to New York quite a bit in the late 90s. She's like, you've got to meet John F. Kennedy Jr. You're his type. You're a leggy blonde. And um, in the summer of 96, I was traveling to New York quite a bit. But anyway, he was the editor of this magazine called George. Of course, he started it. He started it. Mm -hmm. But he was poo-pooed by absolutely everybody. Pop culture and politics and celebrity do not mix, is what he was told. He was kind of... He was Made a joke because it took him three times to tight cut... Past well, the bar I, exam in New York. and Yeah, so here's the story. So it's the summer of 96. He's the editor of this magazine. It's about nine months old. And he's he's it's still finding its way. And he had an idea for the September cover. And that was that Madonna would be dressed as his mother. Oh! And he asked oh, his assistant, oh, Rosemary... No way. Um, ...for a notepad, and he dashed off a note to Madonna. 
And it would be shot by this avant-garde fashion Mm -hmm. photographer he knew she liked called Nick Knight. And it would be disguised in such a way that at first glance, you would really think it was his mom, Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis. But then you would take a closer look and realize it was Madonna. And, of course, making the cover even more provocative was that John F. Kennedy Jr. was rumored to have dated Madonna before starting the magazine, which was like September of 95. And he dissed her. And his mother didn't like mm-hmm. Madonna. She didn't want him dating an he actor. He dissed her and she left the phone voicemail that, oh no, he dissed Madonna. So, and to even consider that she would be willing to look like his mother on the cover of the magazine is beyond. So here's, and Madonna, probably one of the few people in 1996 that's as famous, if not more famous, than John F. Kennedy Jr. 100, more. More famous, yeah. More at that point in time, yeah. So she sent him back a handwritten note that she faxed to him. I love to faxing. It's 1996, Mm -hmm. boys and girls. Here's what she wrote. And this, there's this new uh, book out called Fairy Tale Interrupted. Um, um, but anyway, she writes, um, Dear Johnny Boy, Dear hey, Johnny Boy, hey, thanks for asking me to be your mother, but I'm afraid I could never do her justice. My eyebrows aren't thick enough for one. Madonna. That's hysterical. Isn't Thank that good? Thank you for asking me to be your mother. To be your mom. So, what does he do? His great September idea, because the September, the first George cover was Cindy Crawford. As George Washington. As George Washington, Mm -hmm. and the name of the magazine was a nod to our first president. And that just sent off, I mean, it sold a gazillion copies. So he's like, what can I do to make sure people talk about it? Who is on the cover? Drew Barrymore channeling Marilyn Monroe in a nude cocktail dress that looks just like the dress Marilyn sang happy birthday, dear Mr. President or whatever, um, with a mole on her cheek. And um, they suggested it because it could be a 50th birthday tribute article to Bill Clinton. And the reference... You know, May of 62, 15,000 people at a DFL fundraiser at Madison Square Garden. And and Madonna famously sings the sexy happy birthday. Yeah. And years later, Kim, Ga- Kim Kardashian wears it to the Met Gala. Marilyn sang it. Marilyn sang mm-hmm. it, but this breathy, seductive. <sighs> Everyone still does it. Yes. And so happy the subsect, of course, was always that they had an affair. Yes. And, uh, some people in the on the George team said this doesn't seem like a, a a good you know here you adore your mom you've just mm-hmm. asked Madonna to be your mom and now you're dissing now, your mom by putting the woman that your that your mother's husband had an potentially affair an affair with he oh. felt he never believed that his father had an affair with Marilyn Monroe he never believed it and he thought. It was a good way of tweaking the expectations of the public, getting people to talk about it. And, um, and of course, you know, people did, but he did that. He got so much sneering and criticism by the media. Here's Newsweek. 
Um, Kennedy has been able to live without real responsibility. See? As a bit of a slob, considerate to his many women, not quite sure what he wants to do. Looking forward to the Frisbee game in the park, and now apparently he's ready to grow up. That is... I told you, they dissed him and they so demeaned bad. him because on top of that... He he kept failing the L.A. the he New did York that, bar. That was a year, one year. But, there but was the headlines of, were like he's a blockhead. Okay, but the L.A. Times is John Kennedy Jr.'s George about making American politics sexy, or is the magazine just dumbing it down more? Then um, Esquire called the magazine the riskiest venture of a pampered life indelibly marked by tragedy. Mm. But his in the 20-plus years since he died, politics and pop culture have become so intertwined yep. that now so that people running for office spend as much time courting voters, you know, on late-night shows yes. as they do yeah, anywhere yeah, yeah. else. So some of the people closest to him felt that George was his first step in maybe... In going into he politics. wanted to run for maybe the senator of New York. Yeah, but his yeah. time ran out, you know, less than four years after the first issue. And uh, three years after his marriage, his plane went down in the Atlantic with we his sister We were at the cabin on July 10th, I feel like. 17th. So close. Yeah, yep. but just around July 16th. And we were waiting overnight. We were all waiting. He was with his wife, Carolyn Bassett, his sister-in-law, and he got spatial disorientation because they left too late traffic was bad and, and he wasn't a good it's that time forever. of day where the sun and the horizon and the clouds all and the water all come together and you can't differentiate uh, it's a very bad that situation. was so tragic tragic Remember? that was so tragic tragic but but he made a success of this magazine and it was the first political pop culture magazine of its time and the early 90s was a very big time for glossy magazines. Oh my gosh. So much money was spent. Mm-hmm. And for example, this is um, pre internet grant. Right. That was how we communicated. Yeah. It was incredibly lucrative. Like people, 3.1 million magazines bought a week. Mm-hmm. 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 It was it's just really it the biggest, so different. And like Annie Leibovitz, she photographed Demi Moore for Vanity Fair, pregnant with just a green, jewelry. beautiful. I mean, sense. that just said yeah. everything. Or um, Rolling Stone, uh, Crown Nirvana, the new faces of rock and roll, and that cover and that issue just sold a gazillion. But um, all of like Jan Wenner told him, no one's going to buy your magazine. Graydon Carter. Um, he remembers at Vanity Fair. He remembers going to Detroit like a day after John F. Kennedy Jr. had been there pitching GM and everybody for George Magazine. He said, "I was basically, you know, there's no money left. Mm-hmm. They all the charisma he, of John yes. F. Kennedy Jr. He had so much charisma. Grant he was he was people our, were lining up oh, around the corners really? to buy ads from him. I would have." And that first issue, like, sold, uh, like, an incredible, like, 500. It's beautiful if you go look at the cover, Grant. Yeah. Cindy okay. Crawford never looked prettier. It was a it was a clever thing. When Towards the end, it was kind of failing, and he was trying to struggle, because we read this in a book or something about yeah. George at the end. It was kind of struggling to f- keep its identity relevant, and ad sales were dying out a little bit. But um, remember Johnny Boy? He was everything. Mm-hmm. That was so sad.
Yeah, and the tagline, not just politics as usual. And they all thought when the oh. page six broke the news about that he was getting married, mm-hmm. secret married, they were all worried it would be detrimental to George Magazine. But, of course, um, it yeah. didn't at mm-hmm. all. Do you see how beautiful that cover is? That is. It's what a take. Yeah. No, I know, because this is pop culture stuff that wow. you, you kind of miss because you're younger than yeah. us. Um, but yeah. that was it. He was... Wow. He was everything. And he really was ahead of his time mm-hmm. in that way with how, and people just were like, no one is interested in mixing those two worlds. Right. This is going to be an epic but failure. But yet he was pop culture by himself and, and wow. politics. politics. Yeah. Well, thanks for that one. Yeah. yeah that was a good anyway, one. I thought it was kind of an interesting look back. That was a good one. All, All right. right. We will be right back, people, to talk some more. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Just one more thing on John F. Kennedy, George, and the very first issue, which Cindy Crawford dressed as George Washington. He knew Cindy. He reached out to her and called her at her hotel. And she said, who's going to say no? And she said, I trusted her Brits because that was going to be the photographer. And I was like, okay, dress like George Washington with the wig and everything. And after studying old paintings on the set of the photo shoot, the team decided to stuff Crawford's skin-tight breeches with a sock. Matt Berman was unsure whether Kennedy, who wasn't on set, would be that adventurous, but he figured they could make changes in post-production. Sure enough, when Kennedy saw proofs a few days later, he said, Maestro, what the bleep? Yep. And they airbrushed out the yeah, bulge. I believe that 100%. Oh. Yeah. I want you to know we have good news about BravoCon. We are going to get Karen. Karen is going. She is going. She's an, uh, someone who's going to be our BravoCon. I love it. Of, um, Thank uh, you for correspondence. So I will yeah. text her after the show and we'll get that set up for tomorrow. But that's um, awesome. Just ask out loud. Are people. She's, are, we've got one. Yeah, that's it's so done. Great. So that's done. So I'm excited about that. She's so excited. She is everything bravo so we'll yeah. hear about yeah. all the ins and ons for tomorrow what hotel is hosting it it's at the like the convention center it's oh, not it at a hotel okay. it's too big for okay it was at the javits in new york they yes. have breakouts i know they do they have breakouts of below the deck and they've got stuff that andy moderates and they've got breakout southern charms and real housewives and they've got an expo where all the wives past present and no longer peddle their wares. No I can't longer. wait. You know, I can't wait to hear I, about I it. I think so. that would be really, it's so outrageously expensive though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you had to buy the tickets as soon as they went on mm-hmm. sale. Whatever. And people said, who was talking about last night? So whatever, we're not going to talk about that anymore right. right now. I just have two things to tell you. Chelsea Handler tickets are going on sale this Friday, um, November third. She's going to come back. She's so she's funny. Uh-huh. She's funny. Chelsea Handler is coming back to Mystic Lake. She'll be there in April on Saturday. And Pete Davidson's going to be there in December. I, I think know. that would be a good show. I think to you're see right. Him. Yep. And Adam Sandler's coming through. I mean, we have a lot of stuff going mm-hmm. on in comedy. If you just look at Mystic Lake, yeah. Um, and that's going to be Saturday, April twenty seventh. I love that it's going to be a, a, you know, there's always. They're always on Saturdays and Fridays there. Yes. Thank okay, you, so I read this book and loved it. And I don't know if you read it, Black Cake. And it's with Covey. Covey. Do you know this story at all? Mm-mm. Oh, it's coming to Hulu. And it starts tonight. And it's um, it's a traditional Caribbean. It's, a, it's set in the Caribbean. And Covey is this young black girl who... 
oh, she just gets kind of lost in the world and she gets, she is this accused of a, a murder. Club. No, no, I read this on my own. Okay, it's okay. such a good book, Black okay. Cake. You would love it. Okay. And she's a 16-year-old biracial gal, and she gets um, accused of a murder that she didn't commit. Oh. And then she goes to England, and the story just weaves, and it's so lovely, and it ends up in California. It's a lovely story. It's a three-part um, series. Are, three of the parts are going to launch tonight on Hulu. Is it? Three parts total? or Nope, just the first three are launching. Oh. It says the series launches with three episodes tonight on Hulu. Yeah. So kind of like how Apple Plus does two episodes. Yeah. And then I ran into someone else today who read Lessons in Chemistry and was watching it on TV too mm-hmm. and was surprised that they made the female character autistic as well. Because they that doesn't the book doesn't present itself that way. No. So she was I just very, thought that she was very smart. Yeah, it the, she it was just very different. She I don't know that I'm going back to the TV oh, show. Oh, I love it. Okay. Because it's I don't know why it's just it's gentle. I don't know. Sometimes yeah. it's just nice to watch. I just, I think I read that book too fresh. Oh, yeah, too. I read it before you. I read it when it first came out. And I, I that was fe- like 2016. I know. You've basically loved, forgotten it. I, I love that Including book. the terrible thing. Yeah. That happens. But it's a good book. Yeah, it is. It's a good, good, good story. So anyway, here we are, people. Well, I mean, Leonardo DiCaprio, his publicist, they just must have a thing. Okay, it's November. You've been dating somebody <laughs> new. Oh, here's what we'll say. She has all the qualities he looks for in a partner. (laughs) They were first pictured together on an ice cream date in August. Uh, Vittorio is on the crazy edge. She's 25. Her birthday is until next summer. That's going to be my question. They met at the Cannes Film Festival where he always meets his models because he goes on. I mean, his press is like, uh, it's Groundhog Day for the last 25 years. The same. Oh. Well, think everything. about how much money he, he saves because yeah. he, he keeps reliving the same story. <laughs> and he wore the most low-key Halloween costume. Yes. Uh, Donald Duckface. Yeah. Well, that's With fine. jeans and a jacket. He didn't have to worry about getting in trouble with any studios. Uh, okay. That's true. That's it, true. That's the same uh, way But this that. made me laugh. The couple are said to have bonded over a strong desire to save the planet from climate change. Is that what we're calling mad crazy sex right now? Pretty much. We are bonding over the climate change. I mean, I'm just, that is so ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he's dating her exclusively. So her people want We got a lot of information there. Yeah. When does it like become really creepy? Well, it's it's already. He's in almost my fifty. Eyes. Yeah, it's and they're twenty. Eyes, what yeah. is she? Twenty three. Twenty five. Twenty five. About twenty five. Yeah, twenty six. I don't know. Yeah, he, he gets to do whatever he wants. That's right. Yeah, it he, comes creepy when he's not thing, hot anymore. Yeah, <laughs> and they're still hot. Well, the th- the thing is always is that you know you always hate to see somebody like wasting their time with somebody, but everyone it's another lesson that uh, you know the, the other person will have to learn. Yeah, you know you're right. You're right. It's the penultimate episode tonight on the morning show. Oh, it's yes. getting released. Episode nine. Yeah. Oh. I will be hopefully slain at the bowling alley, oh, knocking pins down right and left. Oh, and I bet. You know, I, I bet you will. I've got t-shirts for us. We don't even get low J t-shirts because we're all sold out. We've got Bradley. Well, we and Don. sold. Well, we sold bags this year. Well, I know, but we didn't even have any like my I, talk. Okay. We're wearing BDE t-shirts at the Bradley Don Energy. Yeah. I love that. I think yeah. that's hysterical. I do too. I think I people think it's will perfect. like it. I yeah. love it. We're going to be able to, you know, talk, uh, 
you know, wieners. Oh, gosh. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Some Big things, energy. Big you know, energy. Mm-hmm. You know, swing the strongs round. Oh, Try and get a lot of strikes. Grant, what's happening in your life? Oh, right now, not too much. I'm... Uh, I can't really, not much. I don't have much for you. We're having daylight savings time oh, and not a moment too soon. It needs to happen. You like that, don't you? I, don't, I do like it. I like it. I I'm, a, I'm like a farm animal. I, I need the regulation I don't. of falling behind and springing forward. Yeah, because people are too tired in the morning. That's what the problem is. Yeah. I don't sleep at night lately during this. This is why as soon as I'm we, exhausted. Yes, this yeah. is the most exhausted. We need. The, the the clocks. We need it. If you are looking back. for something to do tonight and watch what happens live, Garcelle is on from Real Housewives of um, Hollywood. Garcelle Bovee. Mm-hmm. And then um, Sylvester Stallone is on with Fallon. Oh. Willie Nelson is sitting down with Stephen Colbert. That's oh, cool. I like that. I think that's just be- celebrated yeah. 90. Well, I guess he's celebrating all year long. Yeah. Turning 90. Willie, don't be a hero. Come back and make you me know. Alive. Elvis recorded "Always on My Mind" like two weeks after he and Priscilla got divorced. He knew that he screwed up big time with her. With her, he did. And that think? song, when you listen to Elvis's version of "Always," you can hear the pain. Okay, in his go. voice, Julia. Well, you can bowl and watch the Texas Rangers tonight. Yes, little World Series yes. action. Yes. They're gonna. They're up. They might win. They're up three to one. It yes. could be over we tonight. It. We need to have another game. We need Arizona to yeah, win we tonight. We need Arizona. We need those D-backs to do something. <laughs> we will be at back tomorrow. Everyone have a great night. Job done. Off you go.